Radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara.
God, we're grateful because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength and our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord. And we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's, God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord. Where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us than he that is within this world, God. We know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, and you're no short of your promise, Lord, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Touch us on today, Lord. We need you like never before. Fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, and give us a refilling, Lord, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord. Uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. 
you, Lord, because we know for every right desire there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our troubled lives, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He will hold me fast. Was the name of the first song. Yeah. And we thank God this morning that he's able to keep us. Not against our will, but he keeps us because we want to be kept by him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is October the 19th, 2023, with 10 months and 19 days until this new year. And we thank God, hallelujah, for another day. Thank him for waking us up, closing our right minds. We thank him for the use and activities of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. Thank you for being with us, no matter where we are. I had two medical appointments yesterday, and he was there at both appointments. Had he not been there, I couldn't have gotten through. (laughs) But we thank him this morning that he's able to keep us. He's able to protect us, keep us safe from all hurt, harm, or danger. And I'm grateful unto him this morning. I appreciate him. I love him. Can't help but love him today because he's always on my side in spite of me. Yeah, he looks beyond my faults, yet meet my needs. Yeah, I told him I can cast my cares upon him. This exciting news because he cares for me. Hallelujah. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Sit right here, sit right here. Yeah. Come, let us reason together. Though your sins be scarlet. I wash you white as snow. What's going on, Barbara? Well, well, why are you thinking like that? What, what are you doing? Why did you do it that way? Yeah, come, let's reason. Talk to me. I can fix it. Come, 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 Barbara. Sit right here. What's going on today? Well, I need this, this, and this, Lord, and I tried this, this, and that. I got it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. All we got to do is trust him. All you got to do is talk to him. Build a relationship with him. 
We want to build relationship with customers, family, people, money, on the job. Build your greatest relationship with Almighty God. Because when he comes before anybody and anything else in your life, I am a living witness that that there is nothing he will hold back from you. Nothing. He won't withhold no good thing from you. But he must be first in your life. We have to show him that we're truly for him. And we want to be like your son, Jesus. Yeah, and we want to do what he did, what your son did. Or what he does. That's that's it right there. We want to do what your son, Jesus, what it is he does daily. This is what we want to do. We want to talk of your wondrous works. We want to make known your deeds among the people. We want to let the people know that our God lives. We're that candle that sit on the hill that can't be hid. So we shine in a light and darkness. And many times darkness don't even understand, but they may come to you with a question. Yeah. They may see the light long enough to come and ask. Well, how did you get healed? Who healed you? Well, how did you get that car? Who who gave you that car? Well, how did you get that house? They may come and ask you some questions. I, I see you got this and that. Did, did, did you get an inhabitant? Did you get... Nope. I have Almighty God that have all power. Greater is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. He's got all power. The earth is his. The fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Yeah. He's able, but we have to trust him. We have to believe first. We have to believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You want the car? Diligently seek him. You want a house? Diligently seek him. Obey him. Work unto him. Yeah. We we have too many people rules because we're living in a selfish world. And the world will tell you don't do nothing for nobody. Let charity do it. Give to charity. They'll do it. No. Nope. He didn't say the harvest was plenteous. And charity is few. That's not what he said. Pray that he send more charity. <laughs> he said the harvest is plenteous and the labors are few. Pray that he send more labors into the vineyard. But I added this to it. For us. It's not adding to the scriptures. This adds to us so that we will know. Father, remember the labor that you call or chose me for. I don't want to be a fool out here in the world. And wake up one day and stand before you and still be a, a bigger fool because I'm on my way to hell when I had a chance to go back with you, Hollywood. I had a chance to go, you know, to the mansion just over the hill. Hallelujah. I had a chance to walk on streets of gold. I had a chance to get my snow white robe. 
all the things God has promised to us. But I was a fool in this life. Yeah. And therefore, I ended up a fool and went to hell. Because there's no need for it. That you, you don't have to go there. Yeah. Wanted to talk about this this morning. He is our all in all. He is. But many people go through because he's not their all in all. He's some of their all to them. But he's not their all. A-L-L, big, big, big word. Some people think that they really have him and they have a self-experience. Some people feel like God is speaking to me and that's you talking to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Some people say they have the Holy Spirit. They don't even know what it does. They don't know what it does, when it does it, how it does. They, They don't know. So how can you be filled with the spirit in you? And the things you say and the things you do, it shows you don't you don't have it. No. Sister Irene and I, we tease each other all the time about uh I'ma call a friend of hers. Because I believe she is. So Sister Irene and I, we always laugh about it. Different things with her. And uh, Irene is careful what she say. Really, she she is. She, she's really careful what she say because of this. She she's she don't want me to, you know, think of the lady in a bad way or nothing like that, you know. And we laugh because it's funny to us. It's just an ongoing joke, but it's not to hurt the woman in any kind of way. We don't do that, and we're we're praying for her that she is where God would have her to be. And if she's not, that God would bring her to where she needs to be. I have some other people I laugh with about different things. So Jerry and I, we laugh about Shantae. We call Shantae her downstairs. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we call her. And then we call her the warden. So it's some things, you know, in life that you may have fun about. But our main focus is to be careful that we don't hurt anyone and what we say and that we don't say ugly things so that it can get back to the person so that they can be hurt. Because sometimes you can destroy people with with your words. So if you have the Holy Spirit and you led by the Holy Spirit, you will know when to hold them. You'll know when to fold them. You'll know when to walk away, and you'll know when to run. Yeah. You'll know all of this because he leads in God. He reminds us of things. He brings things, all things, really, he can bring back to our remembrance. He do it for me every day because I forget simple things, and he brings it right on back, and now I can keep going. God is faithful, and we thank him today. This morning, I'm going to play this uh, special piece right here by Pastor Leon Knight. And back in the day, they thought me and this man was married, but we wasn't. He was a preacher. And uh, went down to Georgia is where I met him at, down in Maryland, Georgia. And uh, he played the saxophone, and we had a wonderful time down there. 
Yeah. And so every now and then I like to play this little piece, but he passed away. He passed away. And um, I thank God for the opportunity I had to meet this man and to hear him play. And so I want to play this this morning um, as a tribute to his family and his work and uh, the people that he overseers. And that kind of thing. So I want to play this for him this morning. I know if he was here, he would be excited. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Yeah, he would be excited. So we're going to take a listen to this one. And uh, when we come back, we'll come back with our morning scripture. Him. 
And so we're moving on this morning, and I wanted to take a look at Hebrews. Uh, I believe this is chapter 11 and verse 9 at number 6. And well, let, let, let's look at, yeah, let's, let's look at 6. 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Him is God. He is God. So without believing that he exists, without believing that he's real, it's impossible to please him. You couldn't because you don't believe. For he that could to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. God is now. And that God is, he is, a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So so how are we seeking him? In prayer. Before we make a move. We, we don't have to get on our knees in a special place. Right where we are. You don't even have to open your lips. Yet you can pray right here with your thoughts. I'm driving down the road. I'm Lord, have mercy. Lord, this, this, and that. While I'm driving down the road. God is faithful to us. But we don't seek him about everything. We just jump to what we want to do and do it. Yeah. He's a way maker. Again, he's our all in all. He's everything that we need. We don't know it. We don't know it. Because we don't try him in these ways. We, We try him in other ways. Ways that we think. But he is all we need, I promise you. He's our food. He's our shelter. He's everything to us. Food and shelter too. Look, he, he's our medical doctor. <laughs> he's our psychiatrist. He is more than we need. But we don't tap into him and to all his resources because we're too busy trying to create our own and go to the resources of man. We don't want people to think we're crazy, so you know, we don't want to talk about him and, you know, tell people I'm trusting him. I'm retired and I've had to deal with what we call here social security. I know Americans know what I'm talking about. And I have told them it's okay uh, that you don't do this or give me this or give me that. It's okay. God is faithful. And whether you do what you're supposed to do and I get it or not, God is able to make a way for me. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I'll tell them, and they're looking. And some of them by when they hear, yes, yes, because they understand, but they can't say nothing. They're afraid to speak up 
because they don't allow your own jobs to talk about the goodness of God. They don't allow you to talk about nothing spiritual on the job. Uh, it's a shame that the government allow these people and, and themselves to make Christianity a secret. And then they want to use it that the snakes, you know, the, the, the false prophets done mess people up so bad. But you, you still, with all of that, you yet you're not going to stop it. You yet got a lot of false prophets going on today. They writing books. They're doing all kinds of things, and behind the scene, they're sneaking with men and they men. They're sneaking with women and their women. They're molesting children. It's a lot. It's a lot. But people got to find the truth for themselves. You got to seek it. Diligently seek is the key word this morning. Diligently seek. Who you diligently seek? Almighty God that have all power. See, I know that the, the church done messed a lot of us up. Well, not me, because I come out, because I went to God for myself. They're telling you, you you can only get God this way. You can only get him that way. You got to do this. No, listen. I was not at the church when I fully received Christ. I wasn't in nobody's church. Wasn't no pastor around. Wasn't no deacons and all of that. Wasn't no praise team over there. Wasn't nobody on the organ and the keyboard and the drums. None of that was going on. I was in my bedroom. And if you want to know that you have the truth, go to God in your private place. Wherever your prayer closet is, go to him and say, God, would you please give me evidence? And would you teach me how to seek you? I want to seek you with my whole heart. Teach me. I, and I don't know what to pray for. But would you teach me how to pray and what to pray for? See, they, they make it like it's a big ceremony. You got to go with all this big statue and uh, uh, all these big words and you. You don't have to do that plain and simple. He said the word is so plain and simple, simple, even a child can understand it. So you think praying to him is not simple? He took the Ten Commandments and turned them into two to make it plain and simple for us because he know how we are. He made us. He know all about us. He know we'll complicate something right now. They have complicated the workforce where you work at. I wouldn't work for somebody with, with somebody else's hands, somebody else's mind. No. Because they complicated what did not need to be complicated. And what they thought they did is they messed it up instead of fixed it. They messed it up worse. They tried to stop man from cheating on the time clock. Uh, they tried to get work, all the work that they can out of man. So look how they messed it up. They take one person and give them the job of three people. 
sometimes more, and expecting one person to get it all done. And if you don't, they're coming and complaining and where's the work? What's going on? Why? Let me tell you something. You couldn't do you just couldn't do it. See, because we'll have a conversation, you and I. Yeah. Where's the work and why it's not done? And you done gave me the job of three people. Look, let, 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 let's come together. <laughs> you and I gonna reason now. Because see, I serve the true and living God, and you're not going to do no more than he allowed you to do to me. So look, I'm doing the job of two or three people. And number one, I'm a human being, and the humans can only do so much. I'm already pushed to the limit. And now, for that that you're asking me for, if you're a team player, if you're a team player, I can teach you how to get those things for yourself. Yeah, because I have this, this, oh, I have it laid out. And this is why that took so long, because I was doing this. And then I have this training and that and this and that. We'll have a conversation. Put me down the road, because if you put me down the road for sharing what's right with you, God won't take me up. He said, when my mother and my father, even your sister and brother forsake you, then the Lord will take you up. Anybody heard that before? Look here. Anything I need, I trust God. He supplies. But I work unto him. I've heard people, Barbara, how did you? Jesus. And they be looking baffled. Guess why? I got Jesus up. You know what? You don't have Jesus. You thought you had him. You have a form of godliness and you denying the power thereof. You honor God with your lips, but your heart weighs somewhere else. Your heart on the job. Your heart on your marriage. Your heart on that dust that under the bed that you keep saying you're going to get the dust mop and get out. Your heart is everywhere but on God. You keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind on him. Because he is peace. He is the peacemaker. He is the way maker. But we got to stop looking for this other stuff. Take time out for God. Take a God break. Remember the peace. Uh, put God first. I'm listening to that more and more. Put God first. It's over on YouTube. There are some other ones I'm listening to, and especially when I'm going to sleep. Because we need to surround our hearts and minds with the things of God. I want to hear his word. I want to hear somebody praying. Because if I surround myself with the stuff of the word, YouTube and, 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 and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all this stuff, I'm losing. I am losing. Now, if I go to uh, YouTube to, to learn something, yes, God understands. But I'm over there just looking at all kind of nonsense and foolishness. Nope. That time can be spent with the Lord. Yeah. 
uh, watching TV really is a waste of time, but it's entertainment, so a lot of us do it. But I, I had gotten to the point where all I wanted to watch Acts. Anybody ever seen the book of Acts? Ooh-wee, what a wonderful movie they made out of the book of Acts. And they have even Jeremiah, the movie about what took place with Jeremiah. My goodness. I'm looking for the movie with Isaiah. So far, I hadn't found that one yet, but and it may be out. There's another movie. Uh, it's not quite all scripture, but it's called Joshua, and he's a carpenter, and they're trying to uh, portray that he's Jesus in the modern world on the creep. But if you can get a chance to check that out, check that out too. Because we need to have a mind frame to stay with God at all times as often as possible. We know not a day, not an hour when he's returning. And I wouldn't want him to come back here and I'm watching some kind of circle of crazy stuff on TV. When I could have been watching something that keep me feeling his presence and staying close to him. And we got to make sure that we have his spirit living in us. Make sure of that. And make sure it's not self-contained. And make sure you're not keeping yourself. Because a lot of times we think we can keep us. You can't keep you. Only for a little bit you can keep you and then you cussing. Yeah, you saying ugly words. You're trying to keep you only for a little bit and then you fornicating. <laughs> You think you can keep you, and then in a little bit, you're talking to your spouse like a fool. How you feel, you just tell it. No, they have feelings too. Yeah. And sometimes the older people get the meaner they get. You ever notice that? There are some mean older people, seniors. Why are you so mean? They're lacking the Holy Spirit. But they say they have it. Now, that's what they say out here. They say they have the Holy Spirit, but that's not true. It won't allow you to do that like that. Yeah. So he is this morning. And this is his word. It's not my word. I I like to go back and, and, and even look at Hebrews uh, chapter 11, and look at verse 1. And we're going to come back and read this down to 6. We may go a little bit further. But I want to do this this morning in hopes that we take self-inventory and make sure that we have what we thought we had. Make sure when we went to the altar, no matter where it was at, church, your house, your bathroom, wherever it was at, could have been on the job. But we want to make sure that we got him, his spirit living in us. And that we truly ask him to come into our hearts and live forever. And I know people used to the preacher doing everything for them. 
And this is why many say they are Christians, but they're not. They have a form of godliness, and they deny the power thereof. Many can't be delivered because they feel like the preacher do everything. No, ma'am, and no, sir, there are things you have to do for yourself. You know something is wrong. You need to go to God believing that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. But first, you got to seek God for yourself to get right with him. Only he can make you over. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. But you got to seek him through faith, by faith. I got to believe that the old man is dead, and I haven't seen that old man in a very long time. Because that old man really didn't care. That old man only was concerned about getting some money. We call it the old man. That's the old person before we came to Jesus, just as we was. We're wounded and sad. We found in him a resting place, and it was him that made us glad. This is before you got saved. This is before you knew about the scriptures, about prayer. And you didn't put all your stock in a pastor and in a church building, but we put our stock in God. Because we realize if the pastor died, we still need a Savior. Hallelujah. If the church burn up, we still need a place to pray and study. So we have a personal prayer life and we have a personal Bible study life. And I'm not going to God about stuff and things. I'm not going to him about the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I, I, I'm not going to him about the Bentley. The BMW, you know, the Beamer. I'm, I'm not, uh-uh. I want to go to him about my life, how am I living, if my living is in vain. Am I doing what's pleasing unto you, Father? Am I doing the things that Almighty God that have all power, clean and holy, uh, can accept righteous? Can, can you accept these things that I'm doing daily? Show me what I need to, need to be changed about me. I may not be able to change it, but Lord, now I know. And I can come boldly before your throne of grace and give it to you that you can deliver me from these things. But I need to be real with God. Because if you're afraid your business going to get in the street, you don't have to with him. He's not going to tell anybody anything about you. He's not that kind of God. He will hold your most precious secret to the bitter end. He will not share it with nobody. You'll die and leave here, and he still have not shared it. But we must make our calling and election sure with him daily. And I know somebody said, don't take all of that. It takes that and some more. We don't just walk away from the altar saved, and that's the end of it. God going to do everything for us. No. He can't keep our mind on him. We got to do that. 
He can't seek him for us. We have to seek him for ourselves. Because it's his word. It's not my word. It's his word. And his word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It will show us the right way to go, but we have to remember the word. We have to have his word hid in our heart that we might not sin against him. Because if you got the word in you, and if you train yourself, anything happens, the word will come up. They cut you out and made you mad, the word will come up. Be angry, but sin not. Sometimes the spirit of the Lord will say, leave, walk away. Sometimes it'll let you stay and say, stand, but don't say a word. I can remember the time he muted my mouth. I, if I wanted to speak, I couldn't speak. And I couldn't leave to stand. See, because he'd been persecuted. I'm sure they cussed him out, spit on him, called him a liar to his face, and talked bad about him and showed him, we'll kill you. We're going to throw him off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, they were. They wasn't playing. When they said crucify him, they meant that. It was no joke. So it's not going to be a joke with you. What they did to him, they're going to do to you. Don't worry about it. They're going to lie on you. They're going to cheat you. They're going to steal from you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to laugh in your face and talk about you. They're going to find excuses about you when you've done nothing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Listen, I have to go to this one uh, request right quick, and then we're coming back uh, to talk about diligently seeking him, because he is. He is the one to diligently seek. Oh, yes, he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is the one to diligently seek. Hallelujah. And look today, if we'll seek him with our whole heart, truly give our life to him, truly desire to do what's pleasing and acceptable only unto him, he will turn it around for us. I don't care what the devil said, what the devil has done, what he's doing, what he's trying to manipulate. I can't help all of that. God will turn all of that around for your good. But we got to seek him with our whole heart diligently, faithfully, continually, always. Hallelujah. Let's take a listen to this one. Sometimes discouraged, but not defeated. Cast down, but. Not destroy their times I don't understand, but I believe it's turning around for me. I've had struggles and disappointments. There are times I 
felt so alone Some of my friends they Let me down But I still believe It's turning around for me Around for me Around for me Around for me It's turning around Just say it into the atmosphere. Around for me. <laughs> around for me. Turning around. Turning around for me. Cause I can see the breaking. I can see the breaking of day. God is. If I stay strong, if I stand strong and believe, there's no reason to doubt. I know He's working in love, and it's turning around. This is the good news, and it won't always be like this. Perfect that concerning and sooner or later it'll turn in my
Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Bashan Mitchell. Sooner or later, it'll turn work in our favor. God is turning it around. How many know if he turn it around, nobody can turn it back? Yeah, if he turn it to the left, nobody can turn it to the right. If he turn it to the right, nobody can turn it to the left. Whatever God does, nobody can undo. This is why we lean and depend on him and we trust him and we believe we have faith in him. Because once he does something, it is done. No matter what, no one else in the world, the whole wide world say, if God says it, that's what it's going, exactly what he said is what it's going to be. But again, this morning, a lot of times we miss it and we miss the mark. Because we don't trust God. We're looking for, for him to come off of uh, G Street. We just are staring at G Street. He already came all the way down on K. But we stuck up on G. Why is that? Because we're not diligently seeking him. Because if you diligently seek God, God will show you which way to go. He'll cause things to come up so you'll know which way to go. I went to the knee doctor yesterday afternoon. And uh, I got there and checked in, had a seat. The lady called me back. She said, oh, um, he's an hour behind. Now, the appointment was at 3.50. I sat there and I sat there. And the Lord spoke to him and said, get up. Four o'clock, you out. Get up out of here. Four o'clock, I got up out of there because I had to go back to the dentist because he aligned some things. So I had to go back and pick that up. I got all of that done. Got to go to Costco. Got to go shopping a little bit. Huh? I follow the instructions. But we got to keep a spiritual ear open to hear from God. I promise you, you'll know when it's him. You don't think like that. You're not smart enough to figure that out like that. You know it. Well, I do. I can't speak for everybody. But I know it's him. I know he's able to see me through. I trust him with my whole heart. And I don't want to lean to my own understanding. Every day, in all my ways, I want to acknowledge him and allow him to direct my path. I don't want to be wise in my own eyes. I want to fear God because if you fear that's beginning beginning of wisdom. I want wisdom. I want to fear God and depart from my wrongdoing, my evil ways, the bad things that I, I'm doing. I want to let that go. And it's already all right today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Without him, we can do nothing. Yeah. And I'm telling you, when we take a look at put God first, put God first, put him first. When we take a look at that, I listen to that. If we are really tuning in, this man is teaching us some great things. He is teaching us some really great things. Because of this, we need it. 
We need to be taught more and more the truth. I don't, I, I don't want entertainment. I don't want you up saying things that are going to make the natural man happy. I want you saying things that cut, cut that natural man. Punch, boom, that natural man. Things that are called out. Things that are called me to say, Lord, please forgive me. God have mercy on me. That's the word I want to hear. I don't want to hear no prosperity messages. Because I found out for myself that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If I need a house, he's going to reward me with one. If I need a car, I found these things out. He's going to reward me with a car. I'm speaking a brand new rab right now in the name of Jesus. A brand new 2024 rab in the name of Jesus. No payments. That's what I'm speaking. Insurance is paid. Warranty is on it. Everything I want is there and I never have to pay for it. Somebody say she crazy. Well, I lost my mind and I took the mind of Christ. I can do all things to him who strengthened me. Huh? But listen, we got to line our head up with our hearts. The mind and the heart must line up together. The mouth and the heart must line up together. Believe what you say. Mean what you say. When you tell that devil he got to go mean it, don't play with it. And tell him he got to go in Jesus' name. Now you got the son of the true and living God, Jehovah, backing you up. He got to go. But if we're going to play around here and do it sometime and be on God's side sometime and other time we're on our own side. I see people all the time. I see people all the time play. As long as everything going good, they, they, they ain't got time. Oh, they'll go to church. And, they, they, you know, they may work on a ministry in the church. But they're not fully seeking him. They're going out through the motions. But when something goes wrong over there, something that they really won't go wrong, something is not happening that, ooh, we, they willing to die for it. That's when they get serious with God. When people get hurt, then they want to come and tell God all about it. What was you doing before you got hurt? I'm, I'm talking about believers now. We say we believe. We say we're the children of God. We're the people of God. We're Christians. We're saints. What was you doing before the pain came, the hurt came? Were you seeking God? Were you praying? Were you believing? Were you trusting him? What was you doing? And sometimes God has kept us in a humble place with nothing. He kept us there until we learned, and we're we kicking against learning so he can move us to a bigger and better place. we kicking against, I don't want to learn it, I don't want to do it. You don't even know that's what you're doing, but that's what you're doing. Because in the place where you are, and tell God, thank you. If you're single, no wife, no husband, you, you need to stretch out in God and tell him thank you. I mean, tell him, thank you. And Lord, bring my flesh under subjection. 
Because all that time you give it to a man or a woman, you can give it to God, especially if y'all not working ministry. If you're not working ministry together, what you're working together? Stuff and things, aggravation, frustration. Talk about it. Now tell the truth to yourself. You ain't got to tell nobody. But if you're working ministry, y'all equally yoked. You're talking to each other about God. Uh, he come home telling you how God used him today on the job. You come home telling him how God used you on the job. You, you, you come home telling, I was at the grocery store, and you know God moved right by there between the lettuce and tomatoes. Huh? <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. When do y'all really talk about God? Can you walk in there and tell him, okay, you said this and this. Okay, honey, I'm I'm talking to the Lord about it. He said, well, hold up. Let's both go and talk to him. The more, the merrier. The more, the quicker he moves. Where two or three are gathered in his name, is touching and agreeing he's in the midst. I'm going in here with you. He come home from work. The stove is cold. You ain't made no bed yet because both of y'all left almost the same time going to work. So the bed is not made, the, the, the bathroom is not picked up like it was usually, you know. Stove cold, you didn't cook the thing. But he walk in the door and see you kneel down before God. He ain't asking no questions. He going to put that work stuff over there somewhere and kneel down too. And you might even hear him say, Lord, I don't know what you're praying for, but whatever it is, God, I'm touching and agreeing with it. Move today, if it be your will. You're going to hear him pray out his mouth. Anything y'all need, y'all touching and agreeing on having it. You ain't working on two and three jobs. You're not struggling. So we're going back to look at Hebrews. Chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And I tell y'all what, give me one second. Give me one. I got it up. But give me one second, and uh, I'm going to do this request. Y'all bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Uh, I hope I didn't erase it. Okay, I, I'm going to play a little bit of this, not the entire thing, but I'm going to play a little bit of this. And if you possibly can, get your Bibles and look at Hebrew chapter 11. We're going to start at verse 1, and we may uh, read down to 6, a little bit past 6. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Fill my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord, come and quench this thirsting in my soul, from heaven, fill 
fill it up and make me your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Miss Cece Winans. It wasn't easy, but God said it was worth it. 
Yeah, it wasn't easy to suffer like that, to hang, to bleed, to die, to conquer all and rise with all power. That suffering was something serious. He hadn't done anything, and I know when he heard him say, crucify him. Yeah, church folks was the one that crucified him. They didn't believe. They had their own religion, their own way, and their old way, and the this and the that. They couldn't believe that God was loose now. He'd been loose. He was never locked up. He was never in one place. You can't put him in a box. But they could never understand that God is. What is it, Barbara? All that I need, anything that I need. There's nothing too hard for him to do. He made the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. His word is keeping the earth going. His word is why the earth is still standing today. Yeah. All that's going on in the world, the world is still standing. The earth is still remaining because of him and what his word said. But they get it all mixed up. Listen, intercessors, I want to ask y'all to pray for Sister Ingrid Phillips. Uh, Her brother was killed. And so we want to keep her and her family lifted in prayer. Yeah, she wrote me and she just wrote me again to tell me. So we want to keep that family lifted in prayer. But look, we, we going on over the Hebrews, and we're looking at chapter 11, and we're looking at verse 1. And in verse 1 of chapter 11, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith. Because it, 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 it's the substance, it, it, it's the beginning, it, it, it's what, it's, it's all, faith is it's what starts things, faith is what can bring things, faith is what can do things, faith causes things to happen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, we hoping for it, we believe it and I'm hoping for the evidence of things not seen. I don't see it physically, spiritually. I believe it. I just, I can see it. I believe it's happening for me. Our faith is not in stuff and things, but our faith is in the one who made us, Almighty God, the one that so loved us that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. The one who made the heavens and the earth. Our faith is in almighty God Jehovah. That's where our faith lies. Because with our faith we can't get that. We don't believe. Simple as that. Verse 2 says by faith it it, the elders obtained a good report. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Who was the elders, Barbara? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, even Adam. Yeah, Deborah, Priscilla, Aquila, 
Apostle Paul, John, Peter, Matthew, Luke, Timothy, the list is in this, of elders that obtained a good report by faith. They didn't see it, but they believed it. If you talk to Apostle Paul, uh, especially over in Romans, he'll tell you some things. If you go back to John and talk to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, John will share some things with him. If you go to 1 Timothy, Timothy will share some things with you. For by the elders obtained a good report by faith. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. What you see didn't come from the seed of that. It came from the word of God. He said, let there be light and light appear. Where no more light to draw that light from. He spoke it. So a lot of things we see, the moon, the sun, the star, a lot of things we see God spoke it. Wasn't no moon hatching another moon. Wasn't no moon birthing another moon. God spoke it. Wasn't nobody else making another moon. God spoke. Verse 4 says, By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaking. It says God testifying of his gifts. It says he offered a more he offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. If 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 Abel went beyond with the Ethiopian unit, he went beyond. Apostle Paul went beyond. Philip. So many more they sacrificed. If they went beyond, we got to go beyond too. We got to go beyond our thoughts. We got to go beyond being wise in our own eyes. We got to go beyond thinking we know what the outcome, the results of this is going to be. You don't know that. I've seen God change it right in the midst of it. Right while it was happening, God turned it around. But we got to learn to trust him. We got to learn to have faith in him. It's some things old to you. I I, got to go back to the show. I got to go back to the studio to say this. There are some things owed to you. Would you believe me this morning? Could you believe me? You have not got those things because you don't have that kind of faith. The enemy is holding the thing up, dangling it over your head. You reach for it, he take it higher. You go to cussing. You still haven't stopped laying with Sabrina and Sabrina, and you still haven't stopped messing with Big John and Long John. 
and a bunch of other things. You're still doing your own thing. You're still sneaking in this and that. And God said, leave there. You won't leave. God said, get up out of there. You won't do it. God said no to that. And you, you, you still trying to make it come out to be a yes. Verse 5 says this. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. I'm going to go back to that one more time. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. That's what I want right there. I don't want to see death. I want God to take me straight from the earth, straight with him. That's my heart's desire. Anything you can think of, anything you can be fearful of, God can undo it. The, the, the way you got to go through it is fearful. God can undo the fear. He can do it another way. Is there anything too hard for God? Ask yourself these questions. But by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Lord, do it for me. And was not found. Because God has translated him. But before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. That, that, that should be ours. That's what we want. Before our translation, we want the same testimony that Enoch had. That we pleased God. We didn't just please ourselves and the folks on the job and our husband, our wives, our children, our family, our friends, the pastor, the church. No, we didn't just please that. But we pleased God. We didn't just, we didn't just please the, uh, the people we owe our debtors. We pleased God. It all started with putting God first. It all starts with loving him, realizing in our hearts and minds that he is and he has been our all in all. He has been all that we need. He has been there all the time. He never left us nor forsake us. We left ourselves and we forsake us, but he never did. He's not a lying God. It's us. And when we don't understand something, we can get crazy. We don't understand some 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 anything. Come by and tell us something, we'll believe it. Because we don't have the patience to go to God and wait on him, crying out to him. David said, I cried unto the Lord. And he heard my cry. When I cried to the Lord, he gave me what I want. I'm telling you the truth this morning. I don't have to get up this early in the morning to lie and to play with nobody. When I cry unto him, he gives, hey, glory. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Mm. He gives me what I want. Because when I cry out to him, I'm crying from a sincere heart. I'm not crying from just my lying lips. I'm crying from my heart. And he knows the very intent of my heart. So he come in and he answers. And I told you, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be a scarlet, I wash it white as snow. What's going on? Talk to me. 
And that's all we got to do. He don't just do it for me. He's no respecter of person. You went to the altar with him and you said, I do. I believe come into my heart and live forever. You repented at the altar. You found out you was a sinner, but grace could save you. This same God that you went to the altar to receive, he is now that same God that you need to deliver you, that same God you need to heal you, that same God you need for whatever it is, house, car, family, husband, wife, honey, bunny, whatever it is. This is the same God who can do it in Jesus' name. Yeah. But we want that same testimony that we please God. That's what we want. That's what we want. That's what that's what we're striving for. Daily. We taking off the supervisor on the job. We taking off the husband, the wife, the children, the family member, friends and other places. Debtors calling us, you know, collection, whatever's going on. We taking this stuff. Because we want to please God. What we could do or what we could say we refuse. I refuse to let the devil use me. I refuse to go back to the illegal hustling. I refuse to lie over these things to get this and that. No, 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 no. I'm going to wait on God. It may tear it, it may take a but I'm going to wait. It's taking a while, but I'm waiting on him. Because when I get it, he give it to me. When I get it, it won't add no sorrow. It won't make me cry. I won't regret I got it. None of this stuff. But I got to wait on God. And whatever I'm going through, I got to tell him about it because he got to strengthen me to complete this process. Because, see, sometimes the enemy come in there early to cut your blessing to cut the miracle that God had for you at the end of the thing. He seen what God gonna do for you. So he come in there early to cut it out. Ain't you tired of this? Oh, you gonna let them handle you like this? Oh, you heard what they, and look here, a lot of times what has been said is not really what has been said, but the devil put yeast in it to blow it up to make you think it's more than it is and these people are against you so that you can walk away from your miracle, not just your blessing, your miracle. Because he don't want you to have it. Because, see, you got plans. You got plans. You say, Lord, if you if you give me this building over here, I'm going to feed the hungry out of it. I'm going to have a clothes closet. Lord, I'm going to do a little social services over here. I'm going to put a thrift store in the front. God, I'm gonna let uh the the the, the chief uh what these people cell phone people come in. I, I'm I'm gonna get all kind of things for low income people. And then Lord, I wanna have security over here. Not only that. But, Lord, I think I want better things for the people. I want to give 
top of the line stuff. I don't want the cheap phone company. I want to bring the cable company. I want to bring this and that. And and so many people come and got the discounts are great over here. The people can't afford it now. Because I want to please you. I want and then in, in in here, God, we want to have your word posted everywhere. Because even when my mouth is not moving on your behalf, your word is speaking. Oh, look at here. Listen. Hey, glory. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hey, thank you. Thank you today, God. Thank you. Look. God will put in your mind what you need. You'll see something and be able to write your whole thing out exactly like you want it. Because you just heard a few words. He did it for me. He's no respecter person. I had Jesus in the morning confectionery open and running. I did more ministry in there than I ever thought I could get to do. It wasn't about making money. It was about the work of the Lord. I went in there. I didn't even have an a idea of what to do or how to set it up, how to decorate. I didn't have that. But when time come for that, he had me to put scriptures on the wall. Oh, it was beautiful. It all oh my clean. Yeah, I kept it clean. I can't help myself. Kept it organized. Yeah. It was just a wonderful place to be. In the back, I could fry chicken, make waffles, uh, cook oxtails. These are southern dishes that southern people like because that's who I basically basically was serving, those who like southern food. But he did it. And he did it because I wanted to please him with the confectionery and the cafe. All of that was to please him. It wasn't to please me. My daughter and I, my baby, my youngest, she and I come together and we prayed the prayer of faith. And I told God, if you give me this, I'm not putting the lottery tickets. I'm not putting beer, wine, cigarettes, none of that in here. Cigar, mm-mm. And so people would come in and ask for that. I said, I'm sorry, we don't have that. Not, don't you see the name on the building, Jesus in the morning? Why would Jesus have all this stuff in here, this worldly stuff that's going to turn you against him and keep you from coming to him because you're getting high, you're getting drunk? Why? The mentality. They could care nothing about it. They, they couldn't think of Jesus. They could only think of what they wanted. But he blessed me there. Blessed me there for almost two years. I walked away not on a bill to the landlord or nobody. Huh? Because he is. He's the reward of them that diligently seek him. Faith is our key. It will open any door. It's the master key. 
faith will open any door. You need a new car, tell God about it. You want a new car, tell God about it. You want the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, the big house that you got to do all the cleaning in, <laughs> tell God about it. And then he's able to give you a housekeeper. Oof, I can tell you some things. When you're in doubt, go to God. When you can't believe it, go to God. Wait on him. Stand on his word. After standing, stand some more. Whatever you, I'm not telling you what they told me. I'm not telling you what they taught me in Sunday school and the preacher preached. I'm telling you from experience this morning, God will give you more than you need. Let me tell y'all something. I needed Shantae to come home. But I would never tell her that. Because I know my baby, she'd be, oh, Lord, mama, oh, Lord, I got, oh, mama, I got to work, but, Lord, I'm coming. She'd have quit her job to come home. I just went to the Lord in prayer. (laughs) Earlier this year, he sent her home for my birthday. (laughs) And once she come home for the birthday, she got a taste of Florida. (laughs) And when she went back to Alaska, she couldn't rest. Oh, no. And God worked it out. He found a way to bless her. She could come and bless me. Yeah, medical, whatever I needed. He found a way to bless her so she could bless me. Did y'all hear that? And I wasn't down on my knees begging. Uh, I wasn't doing all that. I walked in faith. I kept telling her to pack your stuff up, pack your stuff up. <laughs> yeah. You see? And not, boy, I could tell y'all some things, but I can't just tell it all. But I know this. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. And if you don't please God, why would you think you're going to get something from him? Huh? But without faith, it is impossible to please him. But he, that, that, that's that generic word, he or she, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. If you're going to come and pray, you're going to ask God for something, you've got to believe that he is. If you're coming to him and asking him to come into your heart and live in the Savior and to forgive you for all your sins, if you come to him, you must believe that he is. He's able to do those things. There's nothing too hard for him to do. There's nothing too big or too small for him to do. You got to believe that and that he is. You got to believe this part too. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You're not seeking him for no foolishness. I'm not seeking God for somebody else's husband. That don't make no sense. He gave me power, love, and a sound mind. And anybody with a sound mind is not going to seek somebody else's husband. I'm not seeking him for somebody else's business. And they wide open in their business. And this is their income to take care of them and their families. Again, he gave me a sound mind. 
but I'm going to diligently seek him about walking up right before him, living right daily, all day before him. I'm going to seek him to teach me how to keep my mind on him. Because if I can keep my mind on him, he's going to keep me in perfect peace. I'm going to seek him to, to, to remind me and to teach me how to believe these things. That I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loved me. No weapon, I said, that is formed against me shall prosper. I'm diligently seeking him so he can teach me this. Wait on the Lord. Be of a good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. These are the things I'm seeking God for. I'm, I'm seeking him so that he can remind me of these things. Without God, I can do nothing. I don't want to lean on my own understanding. It's messed up. My understanding is warped. That's why I had to come to him so he could make me a new creature. So I could think right. So when I'm thinking right, I can take the right thoughts to him and pray for the right things and think on the right things and remember my enemy to love them and remember my neighbors to be a blessing. To remember to be a cheerful giver. Don't be so selfish. Don't show the world how selfish I am. Anywhere I'm being fed, anywhere I'm being blessed, I want to just pinch out. If it ain't but two pennies, I want to give something over there so it can continue its goal. And not just say, God going to keep it going because it belongs to him. No, if you don't have it, then he will. But it's things God looking at that we are not doing, that we could do because we are not diligently seeking him and, and, and praying and asking God, Lord, keep my mind sound. And if we got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost bring all things to our remembrance. It promotes in our hearts and minds. But we must diligently seek God so that he can reward us, so that his spirit can reward us. So that we can remember, so that we can be led, so that we can be blessed, so that miracles can be worked even in our family lives. He's that kind of God. I saw where my family in Kassimli was living. I said, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all need all of this? Like a what? Six or seven bedroom house. I'm talking about not nothing tiny and small, petite, little, and skinny. I'm talking about huge. And the whole family came together. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Wash it, dry it a big one, you know, because it's a big family living in there. Big garage. And they put table in Chairs that sit up high in the garage. They got cabinets. Oh, it's beautiful. Going all around in the garage and all. Oh, and they sit out there and they talk and oh, it's wonderful. Sometimes a grandson they get on the keyboard and the other one like to get on the drums. It's just wonderful. 
When you do right, God going to bless your children. When you do right, God going to bless your family. You want your mama to be blessed? Do right by God. Diligently seek him. Let him reward your mama. And I'm going to tell you, be grateful to God for the things that he gives and tell him, Lord, I thank you. You can never tell him thank you enough. Every now and then I hear something say, Mama, I love you. I'm happy to be home. Yeah, I know you are. You wanted to come home. I know you love me not because of what she say, but because of what she does. Love is what love does. Don't you see? I'm going to use it. I hustle. And every week, somebody getting a new something up, getting a new gift. Every week, some people have gotten cash. God loves a cheerful giver. I want to give because I cut out the uh, just giving to people and, and, and paying electrics and all this stuff for people because people tried to take the advantage and God removed it. Look, you don't give nothing. You don't give nothing. But you want us to pay for something? That, that's not right. I got to look out for the people who give. I got to look at the faithful few that come. So every week, one of these faithfuls are going to win a gift. Yeah, I give the people that's faithful at coming. See, if you're faithful unto him, he said he'll give you a crown of life that will never fade away. But if you're a faithful comer over here, he gonna, he's going to do something for you here. Now, that faithful few, if they ask for something, hey, ma, this, ma, I got to go to him and see how he going to work it out. Lord, are you going to use me? Are you going to give me financially to give to them? Are you going to open another door for them? Lord, if you use me, I'll be happy. It make me feel good. But sometimes that's not the way he's moving. I have to pray and then he has to make a call. It come from somewhere else. It didn't come from me. Hallelujah. Listen now. In verse 7, and we're going to move on. I got to see what time it is. Okay. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. They said it had never rained. But God told Noah it was going to do it. And what happened? Noah prepared. He, as soon as God spoke to him, he said, Noah, Noah moved with fear and started building that ark. Let, let's go to 8. Look at 8. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 8. Look at this. By faith, Abraham. Anybody remember Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Abraham, and Sarah? Anybody remember that? Abraham and Ishmael and Haggai. Y'all remember that Abraham? That God called his friends and he counted Abraham's faith as righteousness. Anybody remember that? Look, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive fun inheritance. Afterward, afterward, not before. Obeyed and he went out not knowing whether he went. I went to Alaska not knowing where I was going. All I could hear is different stories about where you're going to eat blubber, say goodbye to bacon, 
Oh, they were teasing me all kind of ways. When we see you again, you'll be speaking a different language. Oh, all kind of stuff. I never expected what I got when I got there. See, that's why I tell us, lean not to your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge me. I'm going to direct your path. See, I didn't know what to expect. All I expected was God to meet me there. God to go with me there. God to take me there. God to be with me and stay with me while I, and he did just that. I come out of there with Freedom Doors Ministries. I come out of there knowing people I never would have known. Blessed beyond my wildest imagination. I got uncommon blessings, uncommon favor, uncommon miracles there. Hadn't been there a month and God blessed me. Doors open for me to go speak. Doors open for me to go and let God use me in different places. And he didn't take me to the mayor's office. He took me to the homeless shelter. He took me to the ghetto where it was neat. Oh, glory to his name this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because he knows the intent of my heart. I'm not the kind that want to represent people in high places. I will if that's what he wants. But I like to represent those that are in low places. I like to represent the low income. I like to represent them that think this is all they have and they can't get no more. And <clears throat> Some of them depending on the government and God step in and show them you don't have to depend on nobody but me. I'll make a way for you. I'll give you a job you never thought you could get. I'll give you an education you never thought you could finish school to get. Your family watch you march across the, <laughs> the stage and graduate. Mm. I use that to bless many. If you will allow me to. Look, just, just, just nine and then we're going to call it a day. Ooh, I might go to ten. I'm sorry. I might go to ten. Ooh, so much good stuff here. But anyway, we're looking at nine. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, Abraham. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Now, remember he told him, Told Abraham he was going to bless him. He was going to give him a son. Well, he got that son and then turned around and got him a grandson. Huh? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. My goodness. Ten says, For he looked for a city which has foundation, whose builders and maker is God. Hey, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Look what he looked. He didn't look for the builder to be Rhonda Homes. This this kind of home building company. And that kind of home building. That, that's not what he looked for. He, he looked for a city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. God sent him where he needed to be, and that's what Abraham was looking for, the move of God, not the move of Abraham. I can't look for the move of Barbara. Oh, glory to his name. I got to look for the move of Almighty God. Yeah, for the new ram, for the new land. Yeah, with the new log cabin built on it. Yeah, I got to look to him. 
because he's able. I don't really need money. I need the favor of God. I need uncommon miracles and uncommon blessings and uncommon favor with God. I, I, I need to diligently seek him. My prayer is to please him because whatever he give me, I'm going to be a blessing unto others. Somebody coming through who needs something that he has given me for them. Yeah. I'm about to clean my closet out one more time. <laughs> yeah. Because every time I clean it out, it's right back with new stuff with tags. And, and all the time, it's not for me. It's for somebody else who's in the straight of clothes. God is faithful. And see, I'm, I'm, I'm what they call a big girl from the South, like them groceries. <laughs> so I have to have big girl clothes. And so what happened is there's another big girl who don't shop where I shop, who need what I got or want what I got, and he'll bless me. She go to church. She got to go to work. And where she work at, she, you know, she need to dress nice. So he'll have me to clean my closet out. And bless her. Now I got many friends that's greedy. They have plenty, but because they don't have what I have, they want it. Look, I'm in church. I'm up speaking. God using me. One told me, I want them shoes you got on when you pull them off. While the church served, I said, Lord, have not. I, I, I wanted to tell them, look here, pray for your path. And, and, and going on with that, that's in the natural, I'm in the spirit, I ain't got time for foolishness. You see what I'm saying? But look, one, e, 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 11, and we're going to end the deal. Faith also Sarah, remember Sarah, Abraham's wife? Herself received strength to conceive seed. Through faith, this 97-year-old woman, who, who having a baby at 97, Sarah? Through faith. Herself received strength to conceive the seed, Isaac, and was delivered of a child, gave birth to the child. When she was past the age, past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. She judged God faithful because God promised, not Abraham. She wasn't studying him. He can't do nothing. He was through dealing, but God. Hallelujah. If, if, if he can do it for them, he can do it for anybody. Not just past your age with childbearing. They said you had cancer. God can heal it. Huh? They say you had diabetes. God can reverse it and heal it. He can dry up anything in your body that causes diabetes. They say you had high blood pressure. God can cut it out from the root where it never come back again. I don't care what you eat. How many pig feet you eat? pigtails, neck bones, whatever, bacon, pork chop, ham. It don't make no difference. If he dried it up from the root, it can never come back. I don't care what they said on the job, you're not promotable. You you can't work in this area right here because this, that, and the other. You you don't have enough stars to to promote from within. If God said the job is yours, they'll call you in the office and say, well, we, we wanted to offer this package to you. And I'm going to tell you now, we, we, we can only give you 10 more dollars. You weren't expecting but a dollar more. But look what you're getting. 
This the same God that did it for Sarah and Abraham that'll do it for you. This the same God that did it for Apostle Paul. Knocked him off the horse on his way to Damascus, blinded him. When he opened his eyes, he knew God then. He knew what he was doing and had done was wrong. This the same God this morning. Ask yourself this question with me. Is there anything too hard for God? We're not a prosperity people over here. We're not seeking God for stuff and things. But if we want something, we take it to him. Why? He said, come unto me. What, what else he said? You have not because you ask not. We're not asking a poor God who don't have. We're not asking amiss. We're not asking against his will. We're asking according to his word, according to his will, according to what he said to us. We're not just talking about prosperity. We're not over here talking about being rich. We are rich in the Holy Ghost. We are rich in the word of God. We are rich in prayer. And the prayers of the rightful, of, of righteous availeth much. We praying by faith. He counted Abraham's faith as righteousness. Healing, pray. Need or want some money, pray. Ladies, this for you. Big girls have to have certain kind of uh, underwear. Big girls have to have special kind of bras and and the place we usually go, a lot of us, is Lane Bryant. It's expensive. But we go there so we get the right support and the right fit. Y'all know I'm going to testify of the goodness because it wasn't nobody but God. I had been wanting to go back to Lane Bryant. Got a chance to go back. When I went back, the girl had me to try on some things. And when she seen what I had on, she said, oh, you got out some kind of role or some kind of, okay, God bless you, Brother Lewis. Thank you so much for script. Thank you so much. Tell Sherry we praying for her, and we pray that that's our appointment go well today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So it didn't come to me to tell her, well, let me get two more this kind. I bought a different kind. But the day I'm going to call her and, 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 and let her tell me where to go online, Cause they don't sell and get me two more. But I didn't even pay for the one yesterday. I I, I went. See, I, I'm telling you, and by faith, the elders obtained a good report. And I'm telling you, if you bless whoever's blessing you, God gonna bless the both of you. If it's possible, she's not rich, but if it's possible for Shante to make sure I have anything I need, she step up. To, I don't even ask. She steps up to the plate. And if you think she's not being blessed or going to be blessed, you don't have to worry about it. And see, let me tell you, this is why I say I have to depart from evil too. Although it's, it's lovingly joking, it shouldn't be said. Sometimes I say, this heathen right here, the warden, can't say that. I can say she's the warden, but I can't call her heathen because that's not who she is and never will be. 
And because God wiped the slate clean, never was. You understand? Mm-hmm. And see, the Holy Spirit will kick in and say, don't you say that again. And that's not true. Don't say that about her. Now, if you want it to come true, keep speaking. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. God is safer to us. He loves us in spite of us. He's looking beyond our fault and yet meeting our needs. He's on our side today. Well, how do you know he's on your side if you haven't tried him, if you haven't tested him this morning? What is it that you want? What is it that you need? He's your shepherd and you shall not want. If you look over in in, in Philippians 4, and I believe it's around 19, but my God shall supply all my, all is a big, big word over there. All my need according to his riches and glory by son Christ Jesus. What is it that you want? What is it that you feel you need? Who are you asking for it? And do you believe it once you put it on the altar, do you walk away? Or do you keep worrying about it? I had this man to build me a store, and I'm still working on that store. I'm praying everybody get a chance to shop. But I was kind of, this had to be, what yesterday was when? This had to be Tuesday. I was hot. I was what they call 38 hot because he put a shirt out there to my cocaine. Ooh, y'all could, you don't have no. The Lord said, be angry, but sin not now. So I'm looking at some things that wasn't done. And he told me he was through, but many things wasn't done. I was hot again. At the end of the day, the Lord said, check his time. When I looked, it was two something, almost three something in the morning. I let it go. I said, Lord, this man needs his sleep. I'm not going to harass him. But the Lord showed me how to go in there and take the complete line of T-shirts out of there. And we're going to put another line in there. But anyway, let it go. Yesterday, I didn't even work on it. I didn't even come in this office, really, to do nothing online, basically, yesterday. I went and got my business fixed. Went to the dentist, went to the knee doctor, uh, went shopping, went to get my business fixed. I didn't know how good Costco's was, but oh, Louis gone. I didn't know how good Costco's was. Been had the Costco. Shante got me the Costco car years ago. I'm squirrel to burn everywhere else. Walmart, Publix, display that. Instead of going to Costco's, I need a salad mix. You need to eat a salad every day because you need the vegetables. Go to Costco's and get you the big thing. Save yourself some money. She came home and started taking me over to Costco. I didn't even appreciate it. I wanted to grumble and complain. But guess what? He took me in there and showed me. Ooh, he showed me. See, because what I give you, don't call it mess. What I give you, don't call it junk. What I give you, don't ignore it. There's a blessing in it. Sometimes you got to go in to find the blessing. You got to go in to know about the blessing. Now I'm sitting in the truck. Down in there getting some honey roasted pecans and mixed nuts and see what kind of shoes, how shoes they. Why didn't you get up and go in there and look? I ended up with a nice hoodie. All kind of, yeah, God is faithful. See, God is. Not Barbara. But without him, I can do nothing. Listen, I'm going to one more song of the morning and today. If you can today, anybody who feel it, 
Can you tell something that happened and you thought of the of a scripture? Something happened in the scripture come to your mind. It maybe it didn't come right away, but later on, when you thought on that thing, the scripture came to back it up. And sometimes you was at fault, and then sometimes you followed the scripture. Feel free to press that number one and come in and share with us. Is Brother Anthony here today? I'm gonna have to get a hold of Amp Amp. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a hold of him. He's a winner from Monday, and I haven't heard from him. And uh, I know he'll call me, you know, when he get a chance, but I got to find him to let him. I don't think he knows he's the winner, so I got to find him to let him know. Anybody see him out there on Facebook, tell him that uh, he's a winner over at Jesus in the morning and uh, that he won the cell phone uh, printer. Because I know that's going to make his day, Mr. Gidget and Gadgets. Yeah, that would truly make his day. But Lua had to take Sister Sherry to the doc, back to the eye doctor today. So he had to leave early. So y'all intercessors keep Sherry lifted in prayer. And keep Sister Ingrid Phillips lifted in prayer. That's the one that's saying, in his presence. Da, 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 da. Yeah, her. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to this one, and when we come back, if anybody can remember a situation where the word of God came up for them, and it may have came up right away, and then it may have came up later, but either way, I need you to press that number one and uh, come in and share with us. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one this morning. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice at the same old life If you're trying to feel the same old hold inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain baby if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a freedom shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light of day and dead of night. We've all found ourselves wanting. From the same old fire We've all run the things we know Just ain't right And there's a better life There's a better life You got pain He's a pain, baby If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need Chain breaker. 
Good morning to you, area code 907, first three numbers, 529. God bless you this morning. How are you? I am blessed. Good morning to everyone. <clears throat> I uh, I heard the, the call to uh, come in and just share. And so I want to provide reference uh, in terms of this. And this is a real-life example. And I remember years ago, I used to tell the Lord, I said, God, I said, you know, I read the King James Version, and sometimes, you know, it's a little bit difficult to understand. Um, and I know there's other versions out there, but I, I like this one. Um, and I've also read the uh, the NIV version. But like I said, this is my favorite. So my prayer to God was, Lord, when I read the words and I don't understand it, even if I do, can you show me in real life time in this place an example of that scripture? And so uh, the question that you pose, like, you know, come in and, and, and testify so this is coming from the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, um, 13 and 2. Um, and so it says, uh, the way that it's noted in my Bible, it says love in the social realm. Um, and it says, I'll start at 13 1, Hebrews 13 and 1. Let brotherly love continue. Be not fearful, oh, excuse me, be not forgetful to, uh, to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. And so uh, this happened, uh, I want to say about a month ago, and I was going to go visit my friend and her daughters, and it was in the evening. So it was nighttime. I drive over to her house, and I um, had dropped some things off to her. And I was waiting for her to come outside, and I heard someone, I was parking in her driveway, and I heard someone, my windows were up, I heard someone behind me saying, hey, hey, miss, miss. And I turned around and looked, and it was a man. And so, you know, I have to be safe, you know, always safe. And I rolled the window down, and he said, um, do you, he said, do you have any, um, he said, can you give me a ride? And I actually got out the car. <laughs> I got out the car, and I was about 10, 10 15 feet from him because he's at the back end of the driveway. And I said, oh, I said, I can't give you a ride. I said, I'm so sorry. Right, because I didn't know the man. Um, And so he looked a little bit disheveled. He just looked like he was really going through, and I felt really bad for him. So he asked me, uh, he said, you know, okay, well, if you can't give me a ride, do you have any money uh, for a taxi? And I said, oh, I said, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. And, you know, you always want to be a blessing to someone in your heart, and you always want to be led by the Spirit of God. And so he's like, I'll tell you what, he said, I'll ask you one final question, which the way he posed it to me, I thought it was really weird, but I went on, and um, he was like, um, I can't remember the third thing he asked me, but when he asked me that third question, like, I could feel the Spirit of God speaking to me, and 
reminded me to check in my purse because, I, unbeknownst to me, I didn't even remember I had taken some cash out the ATM. And I said, you know what? I said, hold on. So I reached in my purse, and I gave him the money that I had. And he was like, you know, I certainly am cold. It's freezing out here. And so I said, yeah, it is a cold night. And I realized I had a fleece on, like a fleece jacket. So I gave it to him. I said, would this help? So I gave it to him. He reached out and grabbed it. He put it on. It was a perfect fit, perfect fit for him. And he was like, thank you so much. He was like, you know, I really appreciate this. And I thought about, too, the scripture where it says, you know, to to speak things that aren't as though they were. And, you know, he didn't say anything to me about God or anything like that. But I said, you know, God bless you in the name of Jesus. And while I said that in my mind, I said, God, you know, silver and gold I don't have. But I I know who Jesus is, and I know the, the power of Almighty God. And so I just spoke the blessings upon him. And he was like, thank you. And he walked off. And I felt like crying. I felt so bad. And I told the Lord, I said, God, I thank you that his need is blessed to give. And that I don't, I'm not in a position tonight where I have to receive. So, you know, the spirit of praise fell on me and I began to cry. So when my friend came outside, and it's so funny, the timing of everything, it was just literally him and I, no one else on the street. And there weren't a lot of lights on the street either. And so she came outside and when I saw her, I, I was crying. And so she was like, are you okay? I said, yeah. I said, God is so faithful. And I just began to tell her, you know, what happened. I said, you know, and God bless him. I said, he's right there. And when we both turned to look, all we could see is like the shadow of him. But I'm telling y'all, he disappeared instantly. And I looked and it was amazing. She's like, you know what? She said, no one ever, ever comes down the street just because of the way that the housing, the neighborhood is, is situated. She said, no one ever walks down the street. And it's Especially at night, no one comes down the street. So she was like, I'm really shocked that you actually saw a person. And I just couldn't figure out how he disappeared so quickly. There's no way in the world from her front door to her the, the front end of her driveway slash garage that I turned and that man was gone. And so um, we talked about it and we laughed and we had fellowship right there in the driveway. But that scripture came up. You know, we have to be kind to everybody and just show folks the type of kindness and love in our heart that we want shown to us because you never know who you are in the presence of. And I'm telling you, the last question he asked me, although I don't remember it verbatim, I almost felt like God was speaking out of his mouth. And another thing I felt in that moment is um, this, you know, Jesus said, when I was hungry, you fed me, you know, I thought about that. And I said, Lord, I'm going to give and do just because I want to and I can and I believe it pleases God. And like I said, I felt the spirit of the Lord moving. So it was a wonderful experience. And I told the Lord, thank you. And it taught me and it brought that scripture to life. And that prayer that I prayed years ago, God doesn't forget them. And I believe he puts them in a bank for each of us. And the prayers that we pray, we may forget about them and move on down the road, you know, continue to work and spend time with our families and go spend time with our friends. We continue to live our lives not remembering those many, many prayers that we prayed. But God remembers. And that's why when I when I feel like God is leading me to do something, I don't tell God, okay, Lord, I paid tithes and offerings. Okay, Lord, I did this or I did that because I felt like you were leading me in that way. Can you bless me this way? Like give, I, I give and expect something back from God. I don't tell him specifically what it is that I um, want him to do in my life. Like, okay, God, I paid my tithes and offerings. Can you bless me in this way? I don't do that because I don't know what's best for me, but God does. So when I leave it open to him, I find myself 
blessed beyond measure. And that's because of him. It's nothing that I've done. It's because God is faithful and he's kind and he's loving and he's merciful. And I'm not perfect and God knows my heart. And I believe like my mom was saying about um, God counting Abraham's faith and unto him as righteousness. So, you know, there's opportunities for us every day to hear from God and to be obedient unto his word as he leads and guides us. And I really encourage folks that, you know, if you don't know when God is speaking and you feel like you can't feel it because, you know, the enemy will come in and be like, oh, that's not God talking to you. That's just your imagination. You know, you made that up. Uh, one thing that I've done in the past is I said, okay, God, this is what I would like to happen. This is where I would like to be. This is what I'd like to do. And I, I need you, Lord. I don't want to be outside of your will. The most frightening thing to me in this life, in the life that I'm living right now, is to be outside of God's will. I don't care about anything else. The very thought of being outside of God's will, it makes me quake and shake in the boots. And um, I've been outside of God's will before. Let's be real. Yeah, I've been outside of God's will before. And it's like a barren a, a barren spiritual place and there's no fun and to get back on that road sometimes you have to go through because of disobedience and so uh I, i've learned the hard way uh-huh listen to his voice and if you don't know if it's him your flesh or the enemy or whatever outside influences i would encourage folks to pray and say lord this is what i need um this is where i'd like to be and god if it be your will and if it's for me and this is how you lead and guide me Lord, if I step this way, show me the next step. And don't move. Stand in prayer. Don't move until he lights the next step in the path. Because if you don't, you'll find yourself down a windy road, uh, and it may be harder to get back on track. And it may take a week. It may take a month. It may take years. One misstep, one misstep it will cause you to be in a place of disobedience, and it may take you a very long time to get back and during that misstep and in that, that barren land, you may suffer and go through, but God, nevertheless, he's, he will never leave us. He never left me when I messed up and I was outside of his will. He was yet with me, but I'm telling you, there's some things I had to give an account for and um, some payments that had to be rendered. And it was not fun, but, you know, you just pray your way through. You have the saints and, and others pray for you and ask God to continue to uh, lead and guide you so I know that's a lot, but uh, as it comes to me, I want to share. And I, I want to encourage people to uh, share their testimonies um, because it encourages others. And it also gives glory to God about deliverance and about how he can bring you out of a place. No matter what you do, no matter what you think, see, feel, or hear, trust God. I, I told my mama many times, I said, you know, mama, today for some strange reason, I feel like there's the cliff in front of me leading off the, the, the side down to the ocean, and the enemy is chasing behind me. I literally have nowhere to go, nowhere to go. That's what I feel like. And in the very last moment, God was there the whole time watching. In the very last moment, God sends the angels. He rescues me. Jesus is my rescue, and God comes in. So when you feel like your back is against the wall, and there's no place for you to go. You have to stand and believe. No matter what it looks like to you, you have to believe. And let nothing come and shake your foundation in Jesus. Uh-huh. I don't care how dire it looks. It doesn't matter how destitute 
you feel, yet trust God. Don't let the enemy trick you. Don't let him speak the negative thoughts and don't let your flesh rear up against you. Stand still and wait on God and he will surely deliver you. I have been delivered so many times. There's really, I couldn't even count them all. And I love the Lord, but I tell you what, this life is treacherous and it is no joke. It is not for the faint of heart. And we have to gird up, uh, you know, in the word and seek God's face and continue to strengthen ourselves in the word, have a fellowship, um, you know, doing things that would please God. And it will, you know, I, what do they say, idle hands of the devil's workshop? Make sure that you're busy with the things of God. And I remember my grandfather, we would ask him what he was doing, and he would say he was about his father's business. You know, he was dead. He was always busy doing something to bless somebody, doing everything he could to stay obedient unto Almighty God because the the aftermath of that, of the disobedience, uh, is no fun place to be. So I love y'all. God bless you. And um, remember Hebrews um, 10 and 2. Yeah, be kind to people. Give out of your abundance and give out of your lack by faith, and God will um, make it up. He will make it up. Yeah, he will be everything that you need, and I just thank God for his mercy, merciful heart, and his kindness, uh-huh, and his willingness to, to keep watch over us, and he loves us. He loves us, and today the Lord loves you. God, almighty God loves you, and he would not have sacrificed his son for us. So, again, stay positive, read the word, have fellowship, encourage yourself, speak to yourself, Speak the word of God to yourself. If a doubtful situation raises up, anything that happens in your day-to-day life, find a scripture and quote that scripture out loud. Let the devil know God is on my side in spite of. Yeah, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. You have got to have it in your repertoire uh, to fight in the spirit. And so strengthen yourself. Encourage yourself. Don't forsake fellowship with others. Um, you know, just continue to live the life that God has called you to live and do the things that he's called you to do. And I, I heard my mom say that, uh, you know, people think that the Christian walk is boring. And I used to say that uh-huh, before I came in out of the cold <laughs> and came into the marvelous light. I used to oh, you know, being, it's so square. I don't want to be a Christian, da 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 And I knew better. Uh-huh. I was raised better. I knew better. But I did not. Uh, want my flesh under subjection. But I'll tell you, I find that as a Christian woman, I'm so busy, I'm just exhausted. Yeah, I'm tired. I sleep well at night because I'm trying to occupy my day and the things that I do to let it be fully of God. Uh huh. And he will keep you busy. If you want to be busy and you want a better quality of life, seek him out and let him prove you. God is not like man. He should not lie. He's not a liar like we are. God is faithful, he's true, he's diligent, he's persistent. Every day God seeks us out to have a relationship with us. And at the end of it all, when we stand before him, there will be not one person on this earth who can say that God did not try to seek them out. They may not recognize the signs and wonders of him, but if you have a relationship with him, you'll begin to understand the language of God. You'll begin to understand how he moves for you, and you'll know when he's speaking to you. And like I said, if you don't, have him to set those things up for you. Lord, I don't know if it's me my flesh or the enemy, so I need you to show me the path. Take that step, stand in prayer and wait. Say, Lord, okay, you got me this far. What should I do next? What would please you, God? I want to be in your will. He will like that path for you. Yeah. And you'll find the quality of your life increasing greatly. I have for myself. I can speak for myself and say that. 
and it won't be boring, and you'll have so much fun, and you'll be happy. Yeah, the things that sad about and be down about on myself, I, I told the Lord, I said, God, if I please you, I see that's the perfect equation in this life. Read the word of God, study it, stay in it, and God will begin to manifest those scriptures in your life. I'm telling you, if you want it, he'll have you. Uh-huh. But you got a warning. He won't force himself upon you. Yeah. So God bless y'all in the name of Jesus. And uh, Mama, thank you so much for letting me share. Hebrews 13, chapter uh, chapter 13, verse 2. God bless y'all. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Amen. And you too. Listen, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I like that right there because... I, too, have had an encounter with an angel. The scripture says, beware, because, well, be careful, for some have entertained angels unaware. I got the opportunity to do that. And when I tell you, at the time, I I wasn't living nothing before the Lord. At the time, I, I, I didn't even know, you know, but. I was able to bless the angel of the Lord. I, I gave, and in my giving, what I was looking for fell right out the glove compartment. You may have heard me tell about I had $3,000 in a bank bag at the time I was married. And we backtracked to find the bank bag because we couldn't remember where we put it. We couldn't find it. There was a console between the seats of the car. During that time, I was driving an Audi, and we was t- I was tearing the car up. My ex was over there looking in the garbage, and um, this man come up clean. Oh, he was some kind of clean. And uh, he said, "Ma'am," he said, "I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in three days." This is what he told me now. He said, "And I won't take your money and buy drugs or alcohol." He said, "I want to eat." He said, "Do you have a look?" change, you can give me the, you know, get something to eat. Well, I'm so busy looking for the bank bag, we kept a little money in the console between the two seats, the two front seats. So I just reached, reached in there, <laughs> reached in there and got a $10 bill and gave it to him. And as soon as I gave him the $10 bill, I thought to him, I said, $10? When I turned and looked for him, he was gone. It was like he had never been there. So I yells over at my ex. I said, hey, did you see which way the man went? He said, what man? I, I, I ain't seen no man over there with you. So when he, he started walking towards me, now so when he get closer, you know, in other words, I'm saying, you so busy looking in the garbage, you not watching me? And I'm tearing up the car. Anybody could come up. He said, well, I didn't see no man. I'm sorry. I didn't see a man and I didn't see where a man went. As soon as he get we get in the car, he twists the knob on the glove box. The bank bag falls out. Now I didn't notice at the time, but years later this come to me. Be careful for some have entertained angels unaware. And I'm sure each of us have entertained them. Now what you did, I don't know. But I'm sure God, if you saved. You believe God has sent his angel by. And if you did according to what was needed, most times they're asking for something. And if you gave to them, he blessed you. Think back on it. Now think back on it and see if you remember a time. 
that never, that's been years and years and years ago. That never left my mind. I never forgot that. And there's been many times when I was going through something and the scripture Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, it come up like a sheet and covered me. Oh, thank you. Ah, yes, Hey, glory. Ah, thank you, Jesus. It come up and just covered me. So I could trust in God in peace and lean not to my own understanding in all my ways I could acknowledge him. He was the one who was directing my path. I didn't have to be wise in my own eyes. I could feel God in the part from evil. Many times the word will cover us. Many times the word will make a wider path for us. We're trying to narrate through this little tiny you can't get through. The word will come and open it wider so we get through and then it closes it back up so nothing else can come through behind you because you're following God. He's in front of you. Hallelujah, Jesus. But we got to, we got to wake up. Stop sleeping so hard and wake up spiritually. Don't sleep so hard spiritually. Wake up. Keep spiritual things going more often. God is getting ready to bless us all. Oh, yes, he is. And if you believe in him today and walking by faith and not by sight, you don't see where you're going. You're going somewhere, but you don't know. He's leading and guiding you. Let it go today, whatever it is. Let go of it. You told God about it, let it go. Don't keep going back to it. Now, I got to go back and fix this store because you got to be able to shop over there. There's some $10 stuff in there and, you know, stuff like that that you might be able to give away for Christmas as gifts or whatever. But I want us to support this store, and I want us to tell other people about it. We have a new Jesus in the Morning page over on Facebook, and I want us to bring it to life. Yeah. And so that you can sit in in, in a high position. And say, I made this happen because I came every morning faithfully. I made this happen because I spoke sometimes over there to encourage the people, to encourage the evangelists over there. I, I used to come because I was learning. I was being taught. It, was not, it wasn't like the tradition or no other places. And at first I wasn't sure. But then as I stayed over there, I was blessed. She said many times God told her to tell me I had money coming, but it had been years, and I, I didn't see no way that money was coming, but she said God told her to tell me, all I can do is believe it and just let it go and rest and wait till God bring it along. But sometimes God has given us some money, but he have to let us go through the things we're going to go through first so we can learn the true lesson of what we need to learn. Because sometimes we get money and we give it away. Sometimes we get money, we pass it up, we buy gifts, we do it for people who don't even care for us. So God will wait and wait and let all this get out of our system. And now we know better. The only one who can get something now is our children, our family members, them that has been there for us, the ministry that I supported and they supported me. That, that that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So we're waiting on the Lord because he's coming. Yeah. Sometimes she told me I was going to get a car. And I went and I got the car. 
Sometimes she told me this and that spiritually. I didn't understand, and I kind of didn't want to do it, but because I had a need for God, I went on and believed it. And he moved for me in a mighty way. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is faithful. And if we'll be faithful unto him, he's going to give us the crown of life that will never fade away. Yeah, that's what I want. But I want to go from life to him. I I don't want to experience death. Enoch did it. I'm going to work on this thing until I leave here. I'm going to do it. Hallelujah. I speak that. No death straight to God. Hallelujah. I want to be that faithful. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's that kind of God. Hallelujah. So listen, uh, I'm going to pray us out. Unless there's someone else, we have plenty of time. If you want to share about a time when something went on in the scripture come up, what scripture was it? Tell us. Yeah. And you may want to expound on it a little bit. And if you don't, just tell us what came up in the scripture. Yeah, and we'll go from there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you, area code 813, first three number 646. God bless you this morning. Thank God for you tuning in. At area code 111, first three numbers, 111. God bless you this morning. Thanks for stopping by. Good morning to you, Pastor David. God bless you. Good to see you this morning. And uh, God bless you, uh, Minister Shonda. Good to see you this morning. And uh, God bless you. Uh, Sister Rita, God bless you this morning. Matter of fact, Sister Rita, money is coming for you. I'm telling you, woman, <laughs> I'm talking about big, big money. Yeah, it's coming. Wait on the Lord. Be of a good courage. He's going to strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Though it tarry, wait for it, Rita. It's on the way. Hallelujah. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. God bless you this morning. And I thank God for you. Thank God for your support. All the way from Australia. And you know, I thank God for this woman right here. Such a blessing. I'm telling you. And when when folks love a ministry, it'll show. It'll show. Yeah. And she loves this ministry. And uh, she do all she can to be a blessing unto me and this ministry. And I thank God for it. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. God bless you, honey bunny. <laughs> thank God for you. I'm so grateful unto you, uh, Sister Dot, for all you do. You're great and mighty things for me and this ministry and other things. Thank God for your work over in the prayer club and the uh, different groups. And uh, her and Irene, they really support anything I put out there, they write there on it. And if they can share it with others, they share it with others. Because the more, the merrier. But you know, sometimes people find something good and they try to hold it from everybody else. What that's all about? They found me on sale. They wouldn't tell nobody. Ooh, I'm gonna get, I'm coming back for more. Won't tell nobody. Even if you ask them, well, hey, where you praise in the morning at? Oh, child, I can't tell you that. Why wouldn't you? Why would you hold up the blessings when somebody can be blessed like you were blessed? Yeah, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. I don't forgot who it is now. It's a brother else. It's one of them. Whatever I post about Jesus in the morning, they put it on their page, on their page, their Facebook page. And what it does is this. 
to let their friends know where they are. And if you want to come aboard, come on now, because we got room for you over here. Yeah. And I thank God for it. I got to look at that again and see who is if somebody. Uh, they put it on their page. And I'm grateful um, unto God for them for doing that. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. That means they're promoting it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you, Sister Rita. God bless you this morning. But, yeah, that means they support it. I don't know. It may be Rita. I don't know. But somebody, they copy it and they put it over there. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And y'all go check out that new Jesus in the Morning page. Yeah. Like something over there. I don't I don't think we can um, talk or start any talk over there, you know, a conversation or post. But it's stuff over there that you can like already. So um, go ahead and do that for me and be a blessing and God will bless you back. Yeah. And it's all right today, in Jesus' name. All right, so listen, I'm going to pray us out, and then we're going to our last song of the morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done today. Lord, I thank you for the testimony of Shantae this morning. For some have entertained angels unaware. And Lord, I'm a living witness that your word holds true. I thank you this morning for all you've done, what you're doing right now, Father. And what you're going to do. Ask this morning that you would bless us to Sherry as she go to her hour appointment. Touch and heal Sherry, God. From the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. In the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you would bless Sister Ingrid and her family. God, strengthen them in their hour of bereavement. Lord, let no anger come up, no self-revenge come up. Lord, let them remember that you're the avenger. Yeah, you said vengeance is mine. Father, you said let the wheat and the cow grow together, and the day of harvest you'll do the separating. Strengthen them in this hour in the name of Jesus. And Father, every dime, everything that they need, let it come forth for them. In the precious name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. And Father, as we depart this morning, bless every caller and every listener. Bless every household represented here, every family member and every friend near and far. In the name of Jesus, bless our going out today. Father, bless our coming in. Continue to meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And Father, those of us that stand in the need, those of us that won't, help us to remember to go to you. Come boldly before your throne of grace. Leave it on the altar with you and walk away, expecting you, not ourselves, to come back and pick it up. Because without you, we can do nothing. We can't work it out. And Father, every one of us that need deliverance from whatever it is today, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would send deliverance our way. Deliver us from evil, O oh God. Deliver us from the things that keep us separated from you. Father, if, our, if it's our mind, if it's our heart, fix our hearts and regulate our mind in you today. In the name of Jesus. Help us this morning, God, to wake up and stop sleeping as your people. Help us to wake up for the harvest is plenteous, the labors are few. And, Lord, we ask again this morning that you would send more laborers, but remember the labor that you called and chose us for. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And, Father, we ask it all in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee. 
while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, October the 19th, 2023, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye, and uh, we pray the Lord bring us back um, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. So I'm trying to go to my favorite song this morning, (laughs) and I'm having a little trouble finding it, but I'm about to find it, y'all. I got to have me a little bit of it. I even listen to it when I go off, you know. I go over there and pull it up on YouTube and, and just listen. And I guess people say, she is crazy. But it's a blessing unto me. And uh, it keeps me strengthened. So I thank God for it. All right. I tell you what, let's go to this one. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This next song is a favorite of mine because... I stop and think of why I love Jesus. And the first thing that comes to mind is I love him because he first loved me. I love him because he looked beyond my faults and he sees all of my needs. I love him because in spite of Edward, he still loves me. I love him because he meets every need. And not only the need, but he supplies and gives me my heart's desire. Thanks, you know, a lot of things we don't even need. We don't even need them, but just because we want them, God gives them to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pray for us as we come with, Lord, I love you.
Oh, 